welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we bring you stories from real military spouses who've been in your shoes. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps to help you along your military life journey. Here's your host, Lindsay Lynn. This episode is brought to you by Caliber Home Loans. Caliber is committed to educating military families about their VA loan benefits and bringing military families home. Get connected with them online by visiting Caliber at CaliberMilitaryLending.com. All right. Well, I'm super excited for today's guest because her and I are friends, um, first and foremost. Uh, She's also a powerhouse realtor that has transitioned her business from a super successful market that where she was gained, what, 25% market share in Clovis? Yep. Yep. I'm remembering my stats, um, has moved and now runs her team virtually. Um, she's a huge advocate helping military families purchase and sell homes there in the Clovis, New Mexico area, and just kind of a rock star all around, um, has recently transitioned into military spouse retiree Landia. So we're kind of excited, excited to hear more about that transition and how that worked for you and your family. Uh, and more importantly, uh, how you're coping with uh, managing the business virtually. So everyone say hello to my dear friend, Priscilla. Priscilla, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, super excited about it. So Priscilla, how long have you been a military spouse? Um, tell us about that. And then how many PCSs have you, have you personally done? Okay. Wow. Okay. So let's see. I met my husband, we've been together for 10 years, married for nine. So I'm a nine-year mill spouse. And let's see, he separated around four years ago now. Uh, Has it been that long? It's been that long. I know, it's flown by. Um, We only did, really, we only got, we only did one PCS from Charleston Air Force Base and then stayed for seven years, uh, the rest of his active duty was in uh, Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico. No way. I did not know that. Okay. 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 So talk to us about Clovis because I talk about Clovis on the show a lot. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. And it's not so glorious terms, but Clovis was good to you. So talk to us about Clovis and what you love about Clovis because I know a lot of of military families um, head that way. And I know they're ramping up a lot of the installation. Uh, It was a base that they were going to close. Um, Then they reinvigorated. So talk to us a bit about Clovis. Yeah. So, you know, when we moved, well, well, when we PCSed, my husband told me we would be there for two to three years. So (laughs) I think he said that to get me to move (laughs) because we were not married at the time. And uh, I think he just said that to me. But um, so it's funny because, you know, when we get there, I'll never forget my first spouse's event. And it just was, sadly, it was depressing. And, um, you know, it's just the outlook of the spouses there was just very grim. And I didn't really understand it. I mean, I was a fish out of water. I, we were dating. I, so I really wasn't like technically a spouse. Um, but the Clovis market is, has been very good to me. Um, and I've been very good to them too, because I have over the years hired spouses as well, who I felt like we're probably in my shoes at one point, mm-hmm. but the market's tiny. It's a town of around 40,000 people. The main industry is the air force base. And the second main industry is, is probably the dairy industry. And so it's very agriculture based and agriculture driven. Um, so what I noticed is that 
there wasn't a ton of opportunity. Um, I had already been in the mortgage business for 12 years prior to that. And through in California and South Carolina where we met. Um, so I already had like a real estate background. I just didn't pop into the business because we were supposed to be there for two years. So I'm like, it's going to take me that time to like build a business. So I really wasn't going to do that if we were going to leave. But then when the writing was all over the wall, we weren't leaving. I was like, forget this. I'm getting back in the game. So that's kind of how I, I got into the real estate business. It's always been in my background. It's just, uh, it took a little bit to get some traction there. So let's talk more about that because I, I feel like this is the number one question that I get asked um, is I'm a military spouse. I'm thinking about getting my real estate license. I don't know how long I'm going to be in the area. So I don't even think I should get my license because I don't know if we're going to move or I should start a team. Maybe I shouldn't. What, what is your piece of advice there? Because uh, I know you've got to get asked this question a lot. And so how long did you actively sell? And then what did that look like for you in terms of uh, coaching other military spouses that might be interesting going into it? Yeah. So I actively sold um, for four years before I stepped out of the business um, and out of production, I mean. Uh, so let's see. It took me, it didn't take me long to get traction because I happened to be also the president of the Canon Spouses Club. So I knew a ton of people and I had a huge network of people that I knew. And so it really didn't take me long to ramp up. And I think that's just because of, it's not because of anything else, but my involvement with the base. Um, and so that, that was very helpful. And so as far as like, you know, ask, getting asked that question, I really don't advise getting into real estate unless you've got a plan. You gotta, you gotta have a plan, especially with mill spouses We've got to like have a plan for the potential PCS that's on the horizon or the separation or whatever that may be. So, um, which is why I actually got involved with an expansion team. It's actually one of the top expansion teams in the country, the Kristen Cole network. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's actually a platform that would allow male spouses to still be within the same organization if they move and when they move. And so all that has to be done is the licensing, um, in each state. And a lot of those have relaxed over time for mill spouses, as far as, um, the state requirements I'm noticing, like even in New Mexico, there's some minimal requirements as far as, um, if you happen to be a military spouse, mm -hmm. uh, taking fewer classes, maybe, um, it, it's just different. It's, it's, it's a lot looser and it's a lot easier than it had been in the past. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and I'm proud to be part of an organization that would allow for a spouse to easily transition mm -hmm. um, from base to base um, because we already have the platform with the admin support mm -hmm. and we have the ability to turn on the leads in advance before they move. Yep. So that's huge because you, when you walk into a new market and you don't know anybody, that's, that's a big challenge. It's a, it's a big hurdle to overcome. So if we can turn on those Legion systems before they even move, like maybe six months in advance, that's a huge leg up that when they move, you plug right in and go. Well, cause that was a big challenge for you when you moved markets. So you went from Clovis exactly. to which, which the average price point is what? 150, 150 to LA where the average yep. price point is 1.800. 
It's about, well, in my neighborhood, it's about 1.25 million. Okay. In uh, my office, the average price point is about 800,000. So. Yeah. Well, and I remember, I mean, you, you would call me and it was a rough transition. And so talk to us about that and, 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 and what you experienced. Right. So the, I think part of the rough transition is even though I was born and raised in LA, California has gone through this shift where people who lived here were born and raised here don't live here anymore. They have moved to places like I have friends now who live in Austin or Vegas or um, Idaho or wherever. It's just where the economies are much more affordable. Um, and so when I came back home, I had a handful of family, but it's of course it's LA traffic. So I could have my mom and dad live six miles from me or so, and it takes 45 minutes to see them. So it's just not easy to move around. And so most of my friends had left. A lot of my family does live here, but they live in a, they're not accessible. So that's where the transition became very hard because I did not have a built-in sphere of influence. Even though I was from here, I didn't have a database and that's your business in real estate. So that was the hard transition is starting from scratch, starting from the ground up. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, I mean, you did a great job overcoming it um, and, and now you're thriving. So what does it look like for you now managing a real estate team and not physically being in the location? Yeah. So that was a huge transition because I went from being in production, which is a certain skill set to now being in leadership and leadership only, which is a completely different skill set. And I had to work on it. The number one thing is I had to work on myself and my leadership skills. I was not great at it in the beginning. (laughs) I mean, I'm an only child. I just like, I, you know, I always did like solo sports growing up. It's just like, but now I'm leading these people and I had to do it in a way that was um, not um, heavy handed. And, you know, just do what I say, because <laughs> that doesn't work. No, uh, that doesn't work. So I took a lot of leadership courses, classes, reading. I have an amazing business coach who helped me with that transition. And so the initial focus from that first year was a thousand percent working on myself and my leadership skills. So that's what, and then when I did that, I really saw a transformation in my team in terms of like, we've got this tight knit, ride or die, family loyalty that, I mean, they know, but they know that I'll go to the mat for them. And I know they would do the same for me. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I love hearing that because it offers a glisten of hope for a military spouse that's thinking like, should I start this career? Should I do this? Um, you know, so what a big question that I get asked is I'm only going to be in a location for two years and then I'm going to PCS. I mean, what would you offer in terms of advice for military spouses contemplating only being in a market for two years? I mean, go through the whole real estate shebang, find a team, get connected to, to resources like you've done with, with the network or what is your advice there? My biggest advice is hit yourself to someone who is established, bigger, faster, stronger than you, because that's all of my, I I don't want to be the smartest person in the room anymore. Mm -hmm. I used to think that was like really cool and everything, but that just doesn't get you far. And so if I had to do it all over again, where I was only going to be somewhere for two years, I would, I mean, that's why I love expansion because 
We are in about 19 different states, and someone could easily come into our network and plug in. Um, the expansion team takes on the, the financial risk, the liability, all of that, and someone could easily plug in before they even move. They can turn on, we can turn on lead gen systems. The admin support's going to be the same. And then when they move, we can do the same again for them there. Mm-hmm. So I would not advise building <laughs> if for only two years. Um, I built for four. And it's funny because my husband being a pilot, I use a lot of like aviation analogies. Um, I, I, I liken it to flying the plane while duct taping it together at the same time. <laughs> you know, I put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we are flying, we're flying fast, we're growing. And at the same time, I'm like duct taping the whole thing as we go along because, you know, it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So I don't, I don't advise for a short period of time to build, but I do advise, you know, finding a network or a platform where you can plug in and then they would support another move. Yep. That that would be huge. Yep. So seeking out possibly a team opportunity, finding a network, um, I think are great opportunities for someone that's going to be in a location only for a short period of time. Um, I agree with you. I mean, I, I actively sold for three and a half years before I got myself out of production. And I feel like that three and a half, four year mark is a good marker. Um, if you are going to build, um, but even then, and then it, it was a tight squeeze. <laughs> They're constantly with the same, we had the same problems, issues, all that, all growth pains. Yeah. 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 But it, but it made you into the warrior woman you are now. So for sure, hands down. (laughs) So every guest gets asked the same question as we, as we kind of wrap up, what is your number one PCS tip that you could offer a military spouse? Ooh, now that I'm out of it, (laughs) um, enjoy that the Air Force takes care of everything. Mm. Yeah. I mean, because I hear about like, oh, the headaches with TMO and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, nobody's doing that for you in the outside. (laughs) Just enjoy it. I mean, I know it's still tough. A move is still stressful. You've got kids to move around and to schools and placement. And at the end of the day, making a cross-country, cross-continent move no one's going to take care of you like the military still does. So it's on your own dime outside. Yeah. Well, so. and, I, and I think that's good perspective um, yeah. because in the heat of the moment, you're just so annoyed with the movers coming in and moving your things. But if you ever really want to get annoyed, go ahead, go ahead and price those same movers and see how expensive. Oh, we did it because in fact, you know, my husband separated four years ago, but my business was still moving. And still growing, and I could not leave Clovis as quickly as um, I think we had a short window. It was like what, like a three or six month window to have the Air Force pay for that. Well, we stayed a year and we no longer qualified. And I think we ended up spending like 10 grand of our own money to move ourselves to LA. Wow. Wow. So that's steep. Yeah, with all your stuff and your cars, and it's just, that was all on us. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think, you know, in the end, it was probably worth the stay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to. I couldn't, I couldn't leave my team that early, that fast. Yeah. 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 
Um, well, if our listeners want to get connected with you and they want, want to learn more about the network or how they might be able to utilize getting connected to what you guys are doing, where can they go and how can they connect with you? Oh, awesome. Yes. They can connect with me. Um, well, if they want to learn more about what I'm doing, uh, with the expansion platform, uh, they can go to the kristencolenetwork.com. They can, uh, email me at Priscilla at the kristencolenetwork.com. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. Do people give their phone numbers? I'm finally getting my phone number. You can get, you're a realtor. I'm surprised you like phone numbers that like in the background floating. Call. Oh, I have a real estate license. I have people who sell the real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so no, uh, my phone number though is 843-822-0732. Never change that Charleston number. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Girl, it's always fun to catch up with you and, uh, you know, hear all the amazing nuggets that you can offer military spouses, because I feel like you provide a unique perspective that is really valued within our community. So thank you so much for being a guest with me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for listening to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. To connect with Mill Housing Network, visit us online at milhousingnetwork.com. 